All right, guys. Um, welcome back today. We got an episode of Timberwolves talk. It's been again a minute, but we we can explain. We can explain. We, I mean, can we though? We, you can explain. We, I can for explain. Your lack of absence. Yeah, we've um. So yeah, I just got back from a family trip, and I told Chris we were gonna. I was gonna bring out the mic, and we were gonna like. I was gonna do it from Florida, but you know, you know how it goes on vacation. It just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't happen. We. I. I should have known, but um. But yeah, this is kind of the end. We've been going on vacations, all-star break, a lot of breaks here. But I think from here to the end of the season, you're going to see very consistent Timberwolves talks. I think that we owe that to you guys as the fans of the channel is just to be consistent with it for the rest of the season. And then once the summer happens, we'll see what happens. But at least to the end of the season, we're going to be very consistent at least once a week. And we're going to give you a lot of content. Yeah, and um, right directly after this, we're gonna be recording a twins talk, um, first of its kind. So you, very, if you guys, we're very ahead. um creative with the names here. We we really like to venture out with the names, but no, we um we just wanted to keep it simple. Kind of our trademark is just talk. So you just put the T and then the talk after. It seemed to work with the Timberwolves talk. So yeah, check that out. It'll be releasing tomorrow. So it'll be releasing on Wednesday. So yeah, check that out. Yeah, we're super excited. Um, it's going to be a way for us to keep doing these sports podcasts. Um, even if we don't do a ton of Timberwolves content in the summer, it's it's a way for us to, uh, you know, keep the sports going, keep the sports flowing. And we both love the twins and it should be a good podcast. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, like anything new, we'll have to work the kinks out and uh, right. experiment a little bit. So it'll be a, it'll be fun to watch it tomorrow for you guys. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, what uh, what do you want to talk about first? We got a lot to talk about. We're not going to be able to talk about everything, obviously, because it's been about a week. But at least we're going to try to hammer out some main points. So what uh, what do you think we should go into first here? Um, I say we probably hit the Knicks game first. I think we'll go just we'll go back to the Knicks. I think that's as far back as we'll go on the timeline. We can't cover every single loss we have always, but yeah, um, the freaking game. Knicks. That was a fun great game. game to watch, man. I honestly, I've, I haven't had that much fun watching a Tim Rose game in a while, and it really looked like we were trying to lose that game. I don't like the last five seconds of that game, or last maybe t- ten seconds of that game, was just the biggest shit show I've ever seen. And the camera didn't even. Valley, hey, Valley Sports. We'll fucking, talk about that later. Cut that out. But <laughs> Valley Sports missed the first turnover because there was two yeah. turnovers in that is that um, valley sports in that sequence oh that's my question is it is that their fault because it's probably the same camera guy there's no way they got a new camera dude no like i think it's a new crew because like the cuts look terrible the scoreboard looks terrible we'll talk and about we'll, that we'll more. talk about that later but well, yeah they missed the turnover so yeah, the first turnover we missed it looked like it, it honestly what happened was it looks like the the timberwolves were inbounding it but it, it looks like the knicks had inbounded it because of the turnover we didn't yep. see what happened yeah it's kind of like um in a high school game when you're watching like a high school basketball game being streamed and the camera person like just like forgets they're recording the game and just doesn't move the camera that's exactly what happened like you and prime time crunch moment with like five seconds left that is on that is unacceptable you can't miss it like the game that could have been the game deciding turnover right there yeah we we tried our best to blow that game and the other thing the second turnover that we did see on tv was our best free throw shooter rebounds the ball car Anthony towns and tries to just toss it to who'd even toss it to ricky it was hot potato he just didn't want it i'm like we want towns shooting those free throws and then you take a timeout or you take it you catch the ball timeout advance the ball 
No, but he caught it and then just tossed it right yeah, away. I know. It that's was... what I'm saying. But if he really didn't want to shoot the free throws, just catch it, call a timeout. Exactly. And then luckily, I don't know. Who was the one who shot those free throws? Was it? I don't remember. I think it was Ricky. Mate. I don't I don't know who shot those. But I don't think Ricky had... was playing that game. Oh, he wasn't? Oh, he might have been out. You're right. But I, all I remember is is uh the rj barrett play was um that's been pretty talked about and honestly i don't really think ant meant any ill will by it that was just the game he literally he legitimately just said what i think finch told him in the huddle was like do not let them inbound it to julius randall let barrett get the ball and take a shot which they did and he missed and then what happens is is media just like sees that press conference where he said, yeah, we wanted RJ to get the ball and like takes it and runs with it. Like he's disrespecting RJ, like Knicks fans were pissed. I'm like, guys, like, were you not watching the game? Julius Randall was hitting every single shot. I'm not saying RJ had a bad game because he had like 23, but it, yeah, we want RJ Barrett shooting shots. What? No, there's no disrespect. Well, even if there was like, you can't like, it wasn't, it's not a disrespect. I mean, I guess if you're RJ Barrett, you're taking that as disrespect. And then uh, Knicks fans are the worst, man. So like Peyton and I follow a lot of fan accounts on our IGs and stuff. And like, I, I, I couldn't stay silent. Like this Knicks page was like, Oh yeah. Anthony Edwards trash. How can he say that when RJ Barrett's a better player? And I'm like, first of all, I think ants already a better player than RJ Barrett. And he's only in his rookie season. And oh, yeah, RJ Barrett's like, I like RJ Barrett. He's decent, but he's nowhere near to where Ant's going to be or where he even is right now. Like he's nowhere as talented. I don't think no. and you it you can like stat pick all you want and they can point out the inefficiencies and I can point out, Oh, RJ Barrett's kind of just repeating his rookie season. Like he's doing the same things and RJ Barrett's inefficient too. Well, it's just like, fine. If you're going to talk about how and you're picking on a player. rookie with no training camp. Well, no. I mean, if you're gonna say how good RJ Barrett is, why didn't he hit the shot? Yeah, why do he? Oh, he almost airballed that shot. Actually, <laughs> like there like, you go. Right as, he, right as he released it, I knew it wasn't going in. No, like no there way. you go. Right there. That is your. That's your complaint. Like he should have made the shot if he's so good. And like, but like, oh, and con- congrats! You dropped twenty three on not a great defender in Anthony Edwards. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Um, Logan Kolofsky put this in the comment section. He said that Anthony Edwards. I I can. I don't know if I can trust this stat. Obviously, but. He said that Anthony Edwards was ranked last in shooting guards defense, like a, a defensive stat. He was ranked last in the NBA. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Like he's, <laughs> he's not terrible. a great on ball defender. Like no. he, he's, he's, he's a bad off ball defender too, dude. Like he, he gets beat backdoor. All, like so he just doesn't know what he's doing sometimes. <laughs> I think he was guarding Devin Booker in the Suns game and Devin Booker legitimately just cooked him the whole game. <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, he's yeah, we, we won the next game. Um, big game. win. Big win. That's a playoff team. So that, that was a big win. Um, J-Mac of went off in that game. Yeah, J-Mac did have a good game. That was the game where he was hitting like every three. Yep. Um, that was a really complete game by him, actually. And then, obviously, we can't win back-to-back games. So we blow the game. I don't even want to talk about the Grizzlies game. The Grizzlies, for some reason, are like our kryptonite. We cannot beat the Grizzlies. And I don't know, I don't know what it is. They're not even like a really good team by any means. It's just no. we can't beat them. And it's fine. It's always Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark and Dylan Brooks, man. And Tyus, always Tyus, dude. I want to, I want to ask you something. Uh, you froze up here. Big, big freeze, guy. Oh, you back? You back? No, I, I saw that. I'm back. I'm back. All right, I didn't say anything when you froze up, but um, 
So I got in a little little debate on Instagram yesterday with uh, Score North or no Skull Boys maybe some some Skull North or some not Score North but it's like it Viking Score North the podcast. It was probably a Vikings page. Yeah, and they said that um, Tyus Jones is nowhere near the player that Jalen Suggs is. And I said that is just like that is well, one of the most false things I've ever heard. I mean, like right now as and- a pro as uh, probably not i don't know about right now because like tyus has been in the league for so long but obviously oh. jalen suggs is gonna be better than tyus yes but it's not like not even close you got tyus jones was the number four kid in his class going into high school going into college and then he played at one of the biggest best schools ever and led them to a national championship you can't tell me that that's not yeah, something he, that- he was a sophomore doing that though but like you can't tell me he's nowhere close to what jalen suggs is Sir Jalen Suggs hit a shot, and I—that's what I said. I said this is recency bias, but Tyus Jones, dude, he literally was the best player out of Minnesota in years. I would say, like, if we're talking about right now, like Tyus Jones in what, like year six, yeah, year whatever it is, and Jalen Suggs not even in the NBA yet. I'm sure Tyus would win a no, no, yeah, we're no. It wasn't saying like right now who's a better player. It's saying like as a prospect, and it. I think it's close. Like I'm saying, like Tyus Jones right now, he's been one of the better backups in the NBA for six years. That's solid. Yeah, it's not like he's a bust. Like it just, I don't know. I felt disrespectful to Tyus Jones, saying it's not even close. Because Jalen, like Jalen, Jalen Suggs' draft stock has risen so much that like he's has the potential to be the number two overall pick now. I don't. So I don't know. I, that's a that's a it's a good debate. And dude, I don't. Who's the higher rated prospect? I don't know. Oh, Jalen definitely is, but just him saying it's not even close is what got me. But, um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I would take Jalen Suggs number two if I had the number two pick. If I was the Timberwolves, I wouldn't. No, I, I don't I don't think we need a guard. I think we need we, – we can get into that later. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I I think there's players that have shown out a little bit better than him. I don't know I like Jalen Green too 20 points in the G League um I think Cade Cunningham's a generational talent like I think I think players that are better I think just comparing him to Cade Cunningham is just it's not even close Cade Cunningham is just no it's not he's a unicorn man Cade, Cade Cunningham is different but um yeah no, enough with that enough with that. so so um after the Grizzlies game let's talk about the news that you heard yesterday what uh what did you think about that when you saw that tweet that D'Lo was back in the lineup I was I was super excited. I wasn't expecting it because um usually when those status reports come out, they come out like well, I saw it was this status report came out and he was doubtful. So I'm like, okay, he's probably not playing. And then that's what I said. Yeah. I was lineup, like... Yeah, the lineups don't come out till like an hour before the games. So um then but the thing that was weird was the Shams like tweeted it early in the day. So I I don't know. I guess they knew. Yeah, I was like it was interesting. It was interesting that he came back. I, Classic Timberwolves just not giving us any information. Like he goes from being listed as out to doubtful. He didn't. So he there wasn't even a single game where he was doubtful, right? He was out, and then he played. No, it was out to doubtful, and it's. I think you can check my facts on this, but I think someone told us it was like two percent of doubtful players end up playing. So it was a really <laughs> rare classic. chance that he was going to play. Classic Timberwolves. So man. that's just the Timberwolves for you right there, and then. It's like yeah, you, you add one, you have to take one away. Obviously, with the Timberwolves, we'll so talk like, about that. We're later. never gonna, we're not. 
we got to push that. There's we're a not big... gonna. There, yeah, there's big news, but it was awesome seeing D'Lo back last night. I guess getting into the game. Um, obviously, he was on a minutes restriction, twenty three minutes, I think, in the game, twenty three, twenty four. Um, ended with twenty five points, and I thought he played incredible down the stretch. He won us the game against the Kings. He hit um, two straight threes, and then got fouled on a deep two. I mean, and then he hit a baseline shot. Him and Cat, I think, scored the last 16 points of the game. So that's that's what Timberwolves fans have legitimately been dreaming about for a year now, is seeing them close out a game. And it finally happened against a Kings team who maybe could sneak into the 10th seed. You never know. Yeah, it just it's so funny how all the fans just like, everyone turned on D'Lo. No one believed on D'Lo anymore. And now I, I guarantee everyone's back on the D'Lo train. It's just so yeah, funny. Yeah, see, that's what was pissing me off. So if you guys don't know, D'Lo is my favorite player. And then... I saw all the comments on the Timberwolves page, like, oh, that's my point guard. I love that guy. And like, I'm like, no, like F F most of you who said you wanted to trade him. Like everyone wanted to trade middle him. of the season. And like yeah. Peyton and I were literally the only ones saying, no, like we like D'Lo a lot. Wait, I was, I'm not even the biggest D'Lo fan as a player, but like, it's just idiotic to like, want your like, just just trade someone at without even seeing him play with cat like that. Yeah. We're three and oh this year with those two. Three and zero yeah. against Western against the Jazz and the Kings. Who are actually the Jazz are the best team in the NBA right now, and the Kings are a solid team. Yeah, they like, got the Rookie of the Year on their team. So <laughs> I love that dude. They like literally people will do anything to not have Ant be the Rookie of the Year. Dude, when I saw Ant drop on the Rookie of the Year polling statue after he had just closed out that game and won it, who who's like, the, who's number one? It was Ty- it, Tyrese Halliburton moved up into NBA's number one. I'm like, Dude, what? And you guys I'm like Ant's been playing some of the historically best rookie basketball in the past month. And you guys like got 24 re- points per game. You got to realize I am a diehard Iowa State fan. I'm the biggest Iowa State fan in Wisconsin. There's not a single like Iowa State fan bigger than me. And I still like Ant is so much better of a like NBA of a rookie of the year candidate than Tyrese. And I'm sorry. Like Tyrese Halberton right now is like he's like so good in his own right that he's like a he's a like a veteran NBA point guard yeah, right now. Like he's doing player. he's doing everything efficiently and he's getting a good amount of assists. He's shooting really well, um, averaging like 12 points. He's doing everything right. But I think that's gonna kind of plateau. I don't think he can go up from there, really. I yeah. think I think he's a great player, and I hope he becomes an all-star one day. But just the like, the if Ant started the season like he's been playing the past month, like he'd be averaging over twenty points right now, and that'd be like a rookie record. It's it, the amount of points he's scoring right now as a rookie is unheard of behind LeBron and Carmelo, and those are two of the best players our game has ever seen. It's just funny how they how they literally will do anything. Like they they want Emmanuel quickly over a bench player a bench player. <laughs> like like i'll be in the comment section i'll be like who's the rookie of the year and more people will vote for emmanuel quickly than anthony edwards no one comments anthony edwards i don't know why and i don't know why he, why is he the I most like hated really number like, one of all time I, I don't know it's 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 the lamello he's effect, such a I great guess. guy dude yeah and i'm wearing the lamello shirt and i wish i wish it said ant on it but it is, <laughs> no. and i'll have to get some does he have merch i don't think no. he does no but yeah, I mean, I 
I 100% agree. It's it's kind of absurd, like the amount of people that just hate. Like all I see is like, oh, but he's inefficient. I'm like, yep. yeah, not Dude, every other like, every other rookie's inefficient too. That's the it point. Seems like it's a trend. It's a trend to like want to pick out like like Tyree. It's a nitpick to say like Tyrese Halliburton is the rookie of the year. Emmanuel quickly, like no one wants to say Anthony. Yeah, Edwards. they nit they nitpick these little like dumb like oh anthony edwards inefficient tyrese halliburton efficient that's why he's better i'm like well anthony edwards does legitimately everything better besides that yeah and yeah of course we're not hating on tyrese halliburton he's a great player but is he the rookie of the year no i don't know he's gonna be a great player he's, he's number i think he's not probably number three i think if Lamelo didn't get hurt it's definitely mellow ant yeah. and halliburton yeah, i don't like i don't know i think it's, it's like it's like it's sad to say it's I see. I think why Ant deserves it is because he made it a race. Like after that forty-two point game when he started going crazy, like yeah, that race tightened up. Like Lamelo had some pressure, so I don't think it's a constellation rookie of the year for Ant whatsoever. Mickey Mouse. But I think if Tyrese Halliburton won it, no, no, that he doesn't deserve that. No, and oh yeah, I love Tyrese, but I don't know. It's great to have D'Lo back. Do you think that it, his hair had anything to do with his performance? I think so. I think uh, he kind of went back to the early Timberwolves, late Nets look, and it was it suited him well. He he was playing like Brooklyn Nets D'Lo. He was hitting all the clutch shots. Uh, I don't know why he didn't do that earlier. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really like like the. I don't even know what to call them. They're just like thick cornrows. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what to call them. But um, what? So I I wanted to comment. I tweeted it. No one no one liked it or retweeted it. But um, <laughs> during the Knicks game, was he wearing a dress? No, <laughs> I remember. I think I pointed that out to. He was wearing a red roommate, but he was wearing a red hoodie and like I think they were just red shorts, but they were the same color. But so they looked like a dress, baggy, and it looked like a dress. And I was like, "What? Come on, man!" Yeah, he has he has interesting style on the sidelines. But honestly, the mo- the thing I was really pumped up to see was him just uh when he hit those two threes, he was just yelling at the middle of the court and like, oh, we forgot about the most important part. Um, fans are back now too, so I think oh, yeah. that hopefully jolted some people jolted some of the players to have a little energy for sure dude i i was gonna i was trying to buy some tickets i was gonna but i i never ended up doing it maybe how much are i don't even they're probably not bad like 90 not bad i guess hey guys maybe maybe you'll see a uh you'll see a little timberwolves game coming up we'll see we'll see about that we'll see about that We'll see. But yeah i it was really good to have him back um i thought we played a really complete game we never first of all well, we trailed. Yeah, by, yeah we never only like, like three. That was the yeah. big point I was gonna make was these past few wins, besides the Kings one, like the couple wins we had, we were we had to make humongous comebacks. And this game, we were never really out of it. It was always like a three five point game, and it was just a normal game, a normal win. This was one of the besides like the Pistons and the Jazz. This was the only normal win we've had. Yeah, we looked like a real NBA team. It was nice. It was nice for once. And for me, like I'm like. I don't know. I have so much like hope for next season. Like we I do too, man. are doing do too. everything right. Like if we add a, a professional four and even, and if we get it, dude, if we get a draft pick, are you kidding me? If we get Evan Mobley, dude, at the four, are you kidding me? That's like a super lineup. Dude, that's literally like a super. If, if everyone's, if everyone stays healthy, literally health is the key to this team. Like if everyone was healthy this year, I'm not even joking with you guys. I think we, we might sneak into the playoffs. If everyone was healthy, you saw, you see the effect that D'Lo has on this lineup. Like 
Cat and Ant couldn't do it by themselves. You put D'Lo in this lineup, they win by 10. It's because D'Lo contributes like 20 to 25 a game. He's a ginormous factor in them winning yeah. games. What everyone was saying was like, well, how are we going to have – we said it ourselves. How, how are you going to be able to fit another scorer into that lineup? But like the thing with basketball and the thing with the NBA right now is you can never have enough scores. It's a talent league, man. Like you want to have as you, much as possible. If you put five guys with talent on the floor and they can all score the ball all levels, like like our like our healthy lineup can do. If you have a D'Lo, Malik, Ant, Jane McDaniel's cat lineup, everyone can shoot, everyone can score. There, there's no double teaming. You can't double team cat. There's which they were doing one of those guys open. They were doing in the Knicks game a lot. And I, I know I keep going back to the Knicks game, but I, I mean, I was on vacation guys. That was really the one game I got to watch the whole thing. Yeah. They doubled cat a lot. I noticed that that was their strategy. And he did a, I thought he did a pretty good job of getting it out of those double teams. to the Yeah. What every team's been doing. Cause Malik and D'Lo have been out is just double teaming cat. And then he has to kick out. And I mean, there's not Jane McDaniels has been doing a great job of hitting those kickouts, but there's not a lot of other players that can do it. Yeah. And another thing I wanted to touch on too was I really, really, really like the Nas and Cat yep. um pair. Like yeah. really good. We get a lot of I think it's an improvement in defense. And we we've been getting a lot of rebounds lately. I don't think there hasn't been one game where I'm like, wow, like we have gotten out I think we've out rebounded every single team we played. I I I don't know. I'd have to check the stats, but and the thing that what was weird about that is usually when you play two bigs, you have one of them that can shoot and the other one is more of like a back to the basket type of five. Yeah. But they're both very versatile um, bigs is what I, so I think that's like a, something that doesn't really happen often. And like it, it works really well. Cause what we've said before is Nas is like a, a miniature cat. Yeah, like, for sure. He, he definitely is. And I've, I've guys like, the optimism for me has legitimately never been higher for the next season. Like we got a competent coach who's shown us he can, he can win games. Like what did we go from? He's won almost more games than Saunders has. I think like we're almost like at that. 500 after the all-star break. Yeah. And like with the, with the injuries we had with D'Lo and um, D'Lo and Malik and then cat having a hurt wrist, like what he's done in at least winning some games is absolutely incredible. So like you give him a fully healthy lineup with this team, like, Oh man, I'm, I'm excited for next year guys. If I'll, I'll make a prediction right now. If, if we're fully healthy the whole season, um, same lineup pretty much, maybe even add a draft pick, a high round draft pick. It's a playoff team. Easy. Like well, dude, a, a decent playoff team. At I'm that. saying a four seed yeah. five, four or five. Like if we have that lineup and they play like together, like dude, that. That's a scary team and people don't realize it yet. No one realizes it. Like, dude, that has the potential to be like the next big team that people are like, Oh wow. The Timberwolves came out of nowhere, but no, they, no, we, we, we know, we know where we came from, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I have, I have a debate question for you. Um, thought about this on the plane ride back yesterday. Sorry. I didn't mean to touch the mic. I know people <laughs> have been complaining about that, but um, so after this Beasley thing and now it, Dane Moore said he's going to be out for the season. Mm-hmm. according to Dane Moore. So should we have traded Malik Beasley for John Collins now looking no. back at it, or is he too valuable to the point where you'd rather have him for next year on the team? Way too valuable. I, we wouldn't have been, I don't, I don't think we can sign John Collins long-term and Malik Beasley's contract is just incredible. And let's not forget that Malik is one of the most durable players. So like for him to ha- sustain this injury, it took a lot for him to, you know, break down because he played every single game before his suspension and before he got hurt. Like he, yeah. 
maybe that took maybe that was why his hamstring maybe they gotta hit some load man because well, maybe it was just because he was coming off the suspension and he worked right back into the game playing over 30 yep. minutes a game and he probably stressed himself out. I mean, that could be it. It's just he's one of the most durable players in the NBA, has one of the best contracts in the NBA, one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. It's it's such a good fit yeah, for this team. Like Never have enough shooters. That's our, that's our thing. We need to get a T-shirt that says that. You can't have enough scoring in the NBA. It's never a problem. And now I, I've, uh, it's too bad he hurt his hamstring because now like – you really can't double cat because if you have Malik in that corner, I, I guarantee you, last night if Malik was in the lineup, he would have hit like five corner threes. Like he would have been open on so much, so many plays because that pick and pop action from Cat and D'Lo, and then you yeah, have one Ant. of the fastest releases in the yeah. NBA. It's so it's cool. awesome. It's gonna be awesome to see guys. Like um, so yeah, yesterday I actually took a tour of Malik Beasley's life. So I was in Tallahassee at Florida State University. Mm-hmm. I walked around the basketball stadium and then I flew to Atlanta, which is where Malik grew up. And then I flew to Minneapolis is where he is now. So I don't know. There you go. You took the Malik Beasley route, but yeah, I don't think we actually touched directly on it, but yeah, Malik Beasley out timelines, four to six weeks. I think they said if it were to go all six weeks, that'd be the day after the last game of the season. So I don't, I don't know if they'll, I I would hope they wouldn't make him play because yeah, there's just no mind. reason to seriously injure someone before the end of the season. That's we want to see them play together, but I just don't think it's worth it. No. Um, but yeah, so well, it's a good season by Malik, man. I, as an optimist, just look at it like this. So the so it was so big when D'Lo was out that like Ant and Cat got to build that chemistry and like take on bigger roles. So now with Malik out, now Ant, D'Lo, and Cat can kind of build up that chemistry without having to worry about getting Malik his shots and having Malik. So it's going to make the team better. I think, I think it's going to make everyone better. And it's also going to, I don't know, kind of keep us sleepers for next year. Yeah. I saw, um, I saw a stat today or I saw a tweet today and it was um, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley and Anthony Edwards have been on the floor for a combined 13 minutes together. <laughs> combined 13 minutes. Cause never you think ends. about it. Those were the two first games where Ant probably wasn't getting a lot of play time. And then when he did, he was probably running with the bench. So, yeah, what That's up? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Do you think that they did that on purpose? Do you think they said, okay, we're going to give him some good news with D'Lo coming back, and then we'll hit him with the Beasley's out for the season? Just Do you think of- you think D'Lo um, rushed himself back to compensate for Malik being out? Like, he's like, oh, shoot, man. Like, the, ne- <laughs> the energy's down. Like, I got to play now. Maybe. And he said – he had a quote where he's like, yeah, I didn't want to come back until I was a hundred percent ready. So how, how long do you think he could have played? Like how many weeks ago could he have played? Do you think? But well, he just if you're a hundred percent, if he was a hundred percent, why was he listed as doubtful though? Well, cause dude, that's how it works with the Timberwolves. Like they just don't make any sense. And who are they kidding? Are the Kings like going to be that worried? Like, did they really surprise the Kings that much by saying like, Dilo or like, I, don't know. I mean, if you're the Kings, you're probably pissed that yes. like the bottom team in the league beat you and you're competing for a playoff spot right now. But Where, where's Darren? Darren should have had that source. He should have had that story a long time ago from an inside source of D'Lo. You know, I'm glad he's 100% though, because like that's good to hear after the knee injury. Like if we can get 100% D'Lo and just a healthy D'Lo, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. No more injuries, man. I think this knock on wood, but I think this, this should be the last of the Timberwolves no, bad luck. Don't say that. You can't even say that. I'm, gonna, I'm deleting that out of the video. You can't say that, man. Come on. You you know you know that the next few games are all gonna be biting our whatever. biting our nails. Biting it's because it's cat's turn to go down, right? Ah, oh, dude, stop, stop. 
Anthony Edwards hasn't missed a game all year. That's all I gotta say. I he I, I just no more injuries, please, please, yeah, please, please. Just, So another topic I wanted to touch on is uh Valley Sports North. And I it might be the worst thing to happen to the Timberwolves ever. It's the worst thing to happen to to live TV ever. What like the it is the is worst. It, we we go from like a perfectly sound Fox sports north broadcast they're like never do we see an issue with their broadcast like there's no issues ever just classic you're never gonna notice it until it's gone and it's gone now and we're like why like valley sports is so they must have bought they had to have brought a new crew because i promise you the cuts are they'll just randomly pop a valley sports like cut up in the middle of a play and i think it's just for advertising like i legitimately think it's just like you're supposed to do that like after like a replay and then you cut to Valley Sports North and then to the free throw line. No, they'll just like cut it mid game. Dude, at one point there was no scoreboard. Yeah, it, no, that's <laughs> more than one point. There was no scoreboard for like minutes. You just turned it off. <laughs> like, and like who, who's getting paid for that shit, dude? I could run that so much like and the scoreboard itself, dude. Oh, the scoreboard is like a generic 2K scoreboard. Well, no. So the problem is like they'll have like the Timberwolves score right here. And then they'll have the other games right here, and they're the same size. So you don't know which is which. You're like, oh, am I watching the Lakers Bucks game? Because that score is the same size as the Timberwolves game. And then when they then when they like don't have those games up, instead of like just cutting it in half and making it a smaller scoreboard and putting it in the top left corner, they just have a giant Bally Sports like across half the TV. Like there's we know your Bally and they have the giant B in the corner. Did Fox Sports do that? They have like Fox Sports North, but yeah, yeah. The, I don't know why the B is annoying. Like it just it's wasn't a, as ugly. Like it looks like a generic logo. I don't know dude, why it doesn't look like a TV lucky. logo. We got lucky though that they kept they let us keep the announcers at least. Yeah, it and like, like Marnie and Annie and all them. Like it's very nice. Yeah, I don't. I, I want to get more information on it. I don't know much about like what is Bally Sports North. Like what is it? It's it's terrible. Whatever it is, like I, I, we'll talk about it in the twins twins talk next too. But like. There was a play where I'm just trying to like watch the pitch and they're just like zoomed in on a play on like an outfielder's face and then we missed two pitches. Yeah. Like it was two straight pitches. They were slowly zooming in on the left fielder's face. Well, dude, they <laughs> yeah, they missed the turnover in the Knicks game, which dude, like that's a humongous that a play. If that was a nationally televised game, or like think about if that was someone would have been getting fired. If someone would have been getting fired. If that's the NBA finals, that's like the biggest sin ever committed in basketball. Like you can't Maybe, maybe at like in like the second quarter, fine, that's okay. But at the end of the game, are you kidding me? Like you should not have any cuts. Any like I don't know where they were zooming in. They were probably zooming in on some play or something. They missed it. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know where the camera was. I just, I was like, oh my gosh, what just happened? A play just happened. And like, yeah, that was like we could have thrown the ball in, got fouled, and won the game, but we turned it over. Like I wanted to know what happened. And they didn't I even, still don't. I still don't know they, how the turnover happened. They didn't even talk about now. it. The announcers didn't even talk about. It. They probably like text them like, "Don't say anything." Like, hopefully they didn't notice that. I don't even know, guys. To this, I only know what happened in the cat turnover. I only know cat tried to pass it. I don't know what happened still in that first turnover. So if someone wants to comment what happened, I didn't even see it. Yeah, that's pathetic, man. And yeah, just like so, I I, I edit these videos and I used to put just way too much stuff on the screen. Like I used to have just way too much crap all over the screen and it just like hurts your eyes. That's kind of what the Bally sports like simpler is better. Like all you need is the time, the score, the timeouts left bonus or not. That's all you need. Keep it simple. 
the best thing about like March Madness is when they have like the scores popping up and like the translucent like boxes up on the screen. Like it's not that noticeable. Like you don't have to put it on the same line as everything else. Exactly. It's just annoying, man. Like that I was so I watched the wild too a little bit and like they like it's like hockey even more so than basketball and baseball. It's so important to see what's going on in the bottom of the screen because there's players like in the bottom of the boards, yeah. like the pucks flying around down there. You cannot see what's happening on the bottom of the boards. Like you can only see the top half of the rink. And we put a poll on our story at basshole underscore media, and it was like 60-40. People 60% said they hated it. 40% said they loved it. I'm like, how is it not like 90% hate? It should have been like a 95% hate, 5% love. And the 5% are just people that are just voting because they're just voting. Is it just me or like that B, the Bally Sports B that they like advertise and is the top right of the corner? It looks like a baseball logo, like something you put on your hat. Like it doesn't look like a TV logo. Dude, it's like, and why are they taking over in the middle of the season? That's the other weird thing. I don't know why it didn't oh, I guess, start at the new season. No, did they start for Twins? that could be it that could be it but still yeah it just it sucks that they have the monopoly on the twi- on all the minnesota sports yeah but, um oh yeah another thing i want to talk about kind of before we wrap this up and uh get into twins talk which will you guys will see that tomorrow trending nba is the worst instagram page ever made do not follow them. Do not do not even engage in the comments with them. It's just do not do just unfollow them. They post fake news. They don't post the real fake, reports. They don't even give you sources half the time. I don't know how they have like 70k followers. It's terrible. Like it the obviously okay, this is a good segment into this. That Evan Massey guy tweeted the other day that um cat we were gonna blow it up and we we're gonna trade cat and D'Lo, which none of the Timberwolves insiders um said was true and the thing with evan massey is is he's not he i think he operates his own like podcasting company or his own media company and guys we have it's like us spreading that we have more followers than him on instagram we it's like us spreading that rumor it's like he's not a credible source no and he's a pacers guy you know what he said you know what he said today what he said he tweeted Kawhi would love the idea of playing for the heat i'm like that is so random (laughs) Like what? Dude, that's what trending NBA like. So he literally would be like, some some NBA GMs would are thinking about uh, the thought of like the Celtics like getting cat or something. Like, I'm like, no, no NBA GMs think of that. Like they're like, no, we're not. They're not focused like, on some other team with a random player. Like no, no one, but it's just like it, it has nothing to do with like, like oh yeah, they thought that, but that has nothing to do with that being a real thing. He likes to say executives say too. Like yeah. who's an executive? Well, he won't even say their names. He'll just say some NBA executives like the idea of uh, Lonzo being traded to the Hornets. Like what? Like yeah, yeah. And then he says breaking. He says <laughs> he's just breaking in every single one. <laughs> I can say the only the only we have more credible news stories than trending nba or evan massey we we actually if you guys were ogs you remember we were the ones that kind of um heightened the pj tucker news and gordon Darren and, aaron gordon and aaron gordon yeah well not us was, darren darren came on the show like, darren did darren darren came on the show and said it and that's when the pj tucker stuff blew up to the timberwolves so we hey. have more we have more credible news stories than evan massey yeah 
Yeah, dude. But just the fact that he puts breaking on the side, I comment so many times, like, how is this breaking news? Like, um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, breaking news. Lonzo Ball may have interest in joining the Knicks at some point in his career or something like something super <laughs> random. And I'm just like, oh, this guy. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like, uh, it's 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 terrible. It's, ter- it's I just don't know. trying to get as many clicks as possible. He, he well, definitely... no, it doesn't even work to his favor now, because now every time everyone knows he puts breaking news on, like if I see breaking, I want something to be happening. Like I want news. I, you, yeah. You're supposed to say rumors. Isn't yeah. that what you're supposed to say? But like breaking news is like when something happens. Rumor, yeah. I feel like the only is... time to put breaking news is if the trade has gone through. Yeah. Rumors is not breaking news. Like that's just rumors. So yeah. I don't know. I just go and follow them right now if you guys haven't, because they're yeah. terrible. Terrible. And we'll we'll we're gonna continue to follow them just so we can comment. Get people off their page. <laughs> yeah and i we're usually not like that i usually like i usually don't care but like it's just that page consistently puts out terrible fake news yeah and one more i got i got one more thing to talk about sorry guys keeping you on here but the last thing i want to talk about is espn i was watching espn a lot on my vacation and this is one of their headline stories you could tell it was just a um a dead day in the office it was is lebron trying to recruit steph curry to the lakers I saw that one. <laughs> and dude, they had nothing. They had zero facts to back it up. It was literally just like a hypo- hypothetical question. That's like that's like when Sports Center oh, something like crazy happened. I think that Anthony Edwards did something crazy and they posted like LaMelo like watching LeBron dunk in a in the game. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I'm like that no, that was Ant's 42 point night. Yeah. I really do think it was. Dude, they um they ranked LaMelo 4th over overall for players under the age of 30 20, i think 20 30 no 25, 25. It had to have been 25 i'm like <laughs> fourth are you kidding me? already dude there's players like luca jason tatum zion <laughs> there's a lot of good players under dude, 25 it's, it's ridiculous. i hate that shit. i hate that shit where they, people are just begging for clicks begging begging but you know we're going to be more consistent. I promise you guys this time. I know we've said that like five times, but we're going to be very consistent here to the end of the season. Thank you guys for tuning in this, this long. Um, we're on Spotify and Apple music. So check us out there. Um, yeah. A lot to be optimistic about today. It was a fun, it was a fun talk, man. It really was yeah, good to be back. A lot of energy for sure. So thanks for watching guys. Have a great rest of your day. Watch twins talk tomorrow. Thank you.